Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I'm Bobby Burton, joined by Paul Wadlington, who's down on the Texas coast uh, today for Thanksgiving. Uh, Paul, this uh, episode of Tale of the Tape brought to you by Gabe Winslow, the mortgage broker. We'll learn more about Gabe in a little bit, but we need to get into this Texas Texas Tech game uh, that's set for tomorrow night. The Longhorns, 10-1, trying to get to the Big 12 championship game, keep their college football playoff hopes alive. Texas Tech trying to play spoiler. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? My thoughts are happy Thanksgiving to Longhorn Nation, and I'm thankful to be uh, following a program that's 10-1, and 1, playing meaningful games in November, hopefully on into December. So uh, that's – well, the Big 12, uh, it was clear as mud in their tiebreakers and the Big 12 standings. We thought we'd probably clinch something, right, in, in, in Ames. Uh, not so fast, my friend, right? So, look, take care of business in Austin against Tech. Against the Red Raiders, there will be no doubt. There will be no uh, confusion or, or consternation on Saturday as we wait for other results. So I'm just excited to be playing meaningful football deep in the season. And I think a lot of people probably share that sentiment. Yeah, I hope uh, people enjoy some a little pro football today as well. Don't forget. Yep. A lot of that going on. I, I like that ball you have there, Paul. A little Longhorn uh, football. Uh, that's My 10-year-old son... Uh, said that I told him what I was going to be doing. And he said, it's important that I hold this so people know it's a Longhorn broadcast. There you so, go. Now that's been established. Uh, I think I can put it down. Uh, it's all it's all good, Paul. All right, uh, let's get into the game a little bit, uh, you know, and talk about the ins and outs of it. Uh, you and I, when we do these tales of the tape, we usually take one side of the ball against Texas and then the other side of the ball against Texas. Let's start with what I think is going to be maybe the true test of this game, the Texas Tech offense and hard-running Taj Brooks versus the Texas defense. How do you see this game playing out? Because Tech is a better running team than maybe Texas has seen in quite a while other than Kansas State, right? And you know what? Taj Brooks is a little better running back than they've seen. Plus, Texas Tech has a little bit more of that wide-open offense. So it's a little bit of that hurry up as well as the run game. How do you think the Texas defense matches up? Should do well. I, I feel pretty good about any running game facing the Texas defensive yep. line. Uh, that said, Texas Tech has had multiple offenses this year, Bobby. Uh, you almost don't know what you're going to see. Uh, first, you have the Texas Tech offense at the beginning of the year. That's the one that featured Tyler Shuck. Uh, they were trying to turn him into a one-man gang. They're running him over 20 times a game. He's throwing at 40. Little wonder he got injured, uh, given his injury history. Then they re they changed the they they redefined their offense with Baron Morton briefly under center, and then he got injured, and they put in Jake Strong and and lost to BYU for God's sake, and also got whipped by Kansas State, uh, throwing the ball around all over the place. Since then, Baron Morton's gotten back healthy, and they've turned him into a game manager. He used to be basically a gunslinger, uh, a YOLO guy, and now they're handing the ball off to Taj Brooks. So the last four games, Bobby, Brooks has had 118 carries, 29.5 a game. He's over 100 in all those four of those contests, and he's had over 30 carries in three of the four games. So that's been the recipe for Texas Tech to win their last three games, Uh those last three wins did come in a context. They beat Kansas by three in Lawrence, but Kansas was starting their backup walk-on freshman quarterback. 
they beat UCF by one after UCF missed a field goal uh, late in the game. And then, of course, they beat TCU by seven. So that's been the Tech winning streak. That's why they're six and five. So when you say what offense are we going to see? Well, we've seen a lot of offenses. The most recent one is play action, uh, hand the ball to Taj Brooks, game management, control the game, uh, run clock. And that's not been Tech's MO historically, at least under Joey McGuire. So uh, the other thought that, that factors into this is, are they going to keep with, dance with what brung them, right? Or are they going to watch some film of Texas, frankly, Bobby, and say, hey, our offense is built to throw slants, in routes, crossers, quick release. Uh, they already have a risk-averse passing game where they get the ball out quickly because of some offensive line deficiencies. Are they going to just go hurry up and throw it 45 times? Or are they going to try to bang their head against the wall with Taj Brooks and see if they can establish a running game? I, I'm supposed to give you answers on tail of the tape? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. What do you think? I, I think that they're going to try to, to do the game manager point and try to choke the clock. And then I think they're going to have to open it up. Yeah. Uh, while still trying to get Taj Brooks his carries. Uh, that's what I think they're going to try to do. For the Texas defense, the interesting thing about Tech uh, that is different than what we saw maybe against both uh, Kansas State and uh, and TCU and even, um, even uh, Iowa State, those teams tried to beat Texas up the middle. Tech likes to run to the outside more than they do in between the tackles. So that's a different kind of game, which TCU also tries to do and did have some level of success against Texas. And so I think they're going to try to run outside a little bit more with Dodge Brooks. I think they'll run more screens, given that Texas has had some problems defending the screen, not only against uh, Iowa State last week, but also against Kansas State. Um, and so I look at that and I, I see them trying to do the game manager, but then I think they're going to open it up in the second half, which is exactly what, TCU did, which is exactly what uh, uh, Kansas State did and made the game a, a tough game for the Longhorns. Uh, but I, I don't know how successful they'll be. Uh, Baron Morton has thrown some picks, uh, you know, to your point. Uh, the teams, they haven't really been outscoring teams, which is typical of Texas Tech. You mentioned uh, the 16-13 game in Lawrence. Uh, that was quickly followed by a 24-23 game. Neither of them are big scores, right? Uh, which you, you typically think of when you think of Tech winning a football game. Uh, Joey McGuire's done a good job with the team, bringing them back from a one and two start. Like you, I, I don't know what we'll see on offense, but I think some of it will, to your point, be predicated on what Texas can do against them in that run game. If Texas stops Taj Brooks and it looks like that's just a no-go, I think Tech's going to try to open it up and uh, Gunslinger Baron Morton's going to come back around. Yeah, I did just a quick word about Taj Brooks for any Texas fans who haven't seen Texas Tech play or seen the newly defined Texas Tech. Taj Brooks was getting seven and nine and 12 carries early in the year before they redefined their, their rushing attack. Uh, he's a power back with some subtlety is how I'd describe him. He's about 5'10", 235, uh, good football speed. I'm not sure how fast he times in, in shorts, but he's not going to play the game in shorts. Uh, and as you said, he's pretty good at outside zone. He's good at running counters. He's got a good feel for the timing of blocking. Uh, and Tech's offensive line has been okay. Uh, I don't know if they're going to have their best blocker. Their best blocker is guard Cole Spencer. I'm not sure his status for this game. He'd had some injury issues. 
He's by far their most dominant lineman and just in terms of displacement. The other guys are more kind of screeners and sort of get in your way. And, and Taj Brooks is an easy guy to block for because he, he gets a lot of yards after contact. And he is a – if he sees daylight, he attacks it. He's not trying to string out a run and break it for 80 every time. If he sees daylight, he buries his head. He burrows in there. And when he comes out, he's, you know, as I said, he's compact and he's heavy. All you see is, you know, shoulder pads and thighs and a helmet coming through. And he's not an easy, you know, guy to just to get down. And uh, so that's what Tech's been able to do successfully. He had a career high 182 yards rushing against UCF. Uh, that said, Texas will bring a little better personnel than than the Knights do. Uh, and I think it'll be interesting. You know, our, maybe we play a little more Alfred Collins outside with Ethan Burke. And you have that kind of jumbo front where you basically, as Texas, just say, you're not running. Uh, and then you have to have Texas Tech take to the air. I'll, I'll throw this out maybe to be a little uh, asymmetrical here. Maybe we want Tech to have a little success in the running game. Not enough, but just a little so they don't throw the ball 40 times into a bunch of slants. And, you know, we've had three consecutive second halves, Bobby, where the opposing quarterback has thrown for over 200 yards in the half at a very high level of efficiency. Rocco Becht last week, 14 of 15 for 214 yards in the second half. No bueno. Uh, you take away even that 66-yard pop pass, He's still 13 of 14 for 147. That is not acceptable pass defense. And something needs to change in that regard because these are pretty simple routes that Texas is allowing. And it's 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 sort of a bad habit that we've gotten into that needs to be broken. I didn't know that stat. Thanks for bringing that up, Paul. Uh, that's tremendous. Um, all right. Uh, speaking with Paul Wallington of InsideTexas.com. Paul, uh, tell folks who we're sponsored by in this show on Tale of the Tape. Well, we're sponsored by Gabe Winslow. He's fantastic at what he does. And if you're looking to get a place down on the coast here in Texas and have a nice little view out of your window, uh, Gabe would be the guy to call. Or if you're just buying a more run-of-the-mill house that you're actually going to live in, uh, give Gabe a call. Find out why so many readers and viewers uh, of this program and readers of Inside Texas have raved about him and his service. You can reach him at 832-557-1095. Over 20 years in the industry, a law degree, uh, Texas X through and through, and a great supporter of all things Texas, including this broadcast. So thanks, Gabe. Thank you, Gabe, very much. I appreciate it. Uh, Paul, uh, now let's take it uh, the, and, and go the other way uh, here. Texas on offense versus Texas Tech's defense. The Longhorns came out hot and heavy last year against the Red Raiders, but then kind of the sale, the winds went out of the sails. Xavier Worthy went out. Hudson Card couldn't move the ball. Bijan Robinson had no space to run. Uh, but this is a different Texas offense. Uh, not only is Xavier Worthy back and will be healthy for this game, uh, but Ad Adonai Mitchell is there, Jordan Whittington, uh, JT Sanders, those guys, all possibilities uh, in the game, as well as C.J. Baxter and now Jaden Blue. What do you look for from Texas versus Texas Tech and, and that Red Raider defense? Well, I think you're right. Long last year they caught us wrong-footed. And there were some things that we didn't execute on. There's also just some things that were bad luck and, and sort of a bad confluence of events. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. This is a different Texas offense, Bobby, because one of the things Texas Tech really did exploit was not only the injury to Worthy, the inability to threaten them outside, but also inexperience on the offensive line and a lack of cohesion. At least in terms of pass blocking, that's been cleaned up this year as the the year has progressed. I think the Texas offensive line has been pass blocking really well. Uh, They did give up four sacks, or Texas gave up four sacks last week in Ames. Three of those sacks, I thought, were frankly on Quinn Ewers in the first you know, quarter and a half. I thought the offensive line did a nice job, and I think they'll continue to do a good job. You know, Tech uh, is led by Tim DeRuiter, who's a longtime coach, uh, pretty experienced guy. And he's, a, he's, he's kind of a, a, a believer in asymmetrical tactics on defense. He, he does things to inflict negative plays. And if you're, it's kind of pass-fail. If you're able to deal with some of the stuff they do, the line stunts, the blitzing, uh, the the press man coverage outside with big, the huge corners, I'd, probably the biggest corners in college football, Bobby. Uh, if you can handle that, not only will you succeed, you can crush them. You can hit them for big plays and you can move up and down the field. If you don't, they kind of can bully you and and inflict a lot of negative plays. And, and frankly, that's how they've been able to play some pretty good defense the last three weeks for the season. They're giving up 24 points a game, uh, 5.4 yards per play, which is pretty good, but it's kind of uh, when it rains, it pours. If you can solve them, you're going to move up and down the field. If you can't solve them, you're, you're really going to struggle and it might look bad. So I think Texas has the components to give them trouble. Uh, There's a few players that I think are worth calling out on their defense. Look for those matchups and I'd start in the secondary. I think one of their key players, I think the best player on their defense is the safety, Demerson. Uh, I, I love his range. I just love his headiness. He's got four interceptions on the year. He's one of their leading tacklers. He was banged up last week. I think he's going to play, but uh, I like him a lot. He's got good range. Uh, not a big guy, not you know necessarily super impressive athletically. He's just quick and he plays fast. I really like him as a player. And then they've got a couple of huge corners. The bigger of the two corners is Malik Dunlap, 6'3", 220, plays press man. Hey, the the good of that for Tech is if he gets his hands on you at the line of scrimmage, you're, you're done. If he doesn't get his hands on you at the line of scrimmage, he's done. And I think we want a healthy Xavier Worthy and and, uh, Adonai Mitchell feeling good because those are guys who are a level above what Tech has been able to successfully run press man on. And and I think we'll see that. And then uh, they have another guy in their secondary, the other safety, Baskerville. He goes about 215. Good in the box. 
but not a coverage guy. So this is the biggest secondary in the Big 12. You know, last week it was Iowa State was the second biggest. This is the biggest. And there's some good and bad that comes with that. If we don't allow them to play us in a broom closet, Bobby, if Sark will motion guys around, move them before the snap, uh, line up Worthy in the slot, line up Mitchell in the slot, deny them that press coverage, I think Texas quickness at wide receiver will be a huge problem for Texas Tech throughout the game. Uh, the other two guys that are kind of interesting, and this will test our offensive line, is in the interior, Bobby. They've got a couple of guys. I kind of consider them discount Byron Murphy's. They're not as gifted as Byron, but similar builds. They're about six feet, 300 pounds, very active, good motors. And that's Hutchings and Bradford. Super seniors. They've been starting there seemingly forever. And they run a lot of games with those guys. They pinball them around. And they do it not just on third and eight. They're doing that on first and ten. And what they're trying to do is mess up your blocking scheme and inflict a negative play, get you behind the sticks. If you pick it up, though, there's big holes. There's big opportunities in the running game against Texas Tech if you can deal with all that nonsense. Behind those two guys pinballing around like crazy and testing your motor and your assignment soundness are their linebackers. They've had a youth movement at linebacker, Bobby. Their veterans weren't getting it done. They basically benched them. And they've been rotating a bunch of freshmen and sophomores. What's weird about this is they've been doing it uh, with concerns for their redshirt status. So they're playing guys up to their four game of eligibility and then just benching them for the rest of the year. So I I know it sounds odd, but that's what they're doing. Uh, So Jacob Rodriguez, who's been one of their starters, is projected not to play against Texas to preserve his redshirt. Basically, these guys are young, they're inexperienced, and so they just run blitz them. And there's opportunity there. Uh, you know, if you kind of know what they're doing and you know they're just going to be firing them into gaps, and, and you know also they're pinballing around their defensive tackles, if you block it right, man, you're not getting six yards. You might get 60 if, if you're running back and plant his foot and go. So some really interesting opportunities against this defense for Texas. If you're prognosticating uh, for tomorrow uh, and, and talking about what you think Texas will be able to do and will struggle with both both sides of the coin there, what are you thinking? If Xavier Worthy's healthy, and I'm not sure, I haven't had the latest on this. Um, I'm I'm in beach mode at the moment. I'm not informed. He's, he's supposed to be good. He's supposed to be good. Okay. If he's good, I think we're good. And I think that the combination of Worthy, Mitchell, and Sanders, which is also key, uh, I think that's going to put a lot of stress on their secondary. I I don't think they've seen receivers and a quarterback like that since Oregon, who they played in Lubbock. And Bo Nix had a huge day against them. Um, I think we'll be good in the passing game if we'll go out and execute. I think Quinn needs to be on board. One thing I will say about Tech, Bobby, they bring the blitz. And they don't always get sacks, but they like to put hits on the quarterback. And some of those hits are legal and some of them are not, and they don't really care. So I look, I'll I'll just be honest, football, let's talk about the reality of the game. They're going to try to knock Quinn Ewers out of the game because they know if they can, they have a real shot at winning this game. Uh, So I think that's going to be their goal. Uh, Get Ewers hit as many times as possible uh, within the shadow of the whistle, even if necessary. And I think that's going to be the goal. If we protect the way I think we can protect, I think our receivers and Quinn are going to eat them up in the passing game. And then on the on the running side, 
I think it'll be a little feast or famine early until you can wear them down. Tech doesn't have great depth up front. And so uh, I think that'll be something to watch for. They also have a guy, Miles, uh, not uh, Miles Price. Miles Price, yeah. You see him on the hoof. My God, he looks like, I mean, he looks like an NFL guy. He's a six, are, are you six, talking about Miles Price, the receiver, or another guy? I'm sorry. I'm talking about the guy on, on the, uh, the defensive end. Defensive end, yeah. I'm completely blanking on his name for some reason. He's a transfer in. He came. He's a transfer in. I can't remember his name either. But yeah, he's a defensive end. He's about six six two eighty, and um, he he looks the part. Miles Cole, sorry, Miles Cole. Uh, he looks the part, and I've seen him flash like an NFL player, and then I've seen other games where he's absolutely irrelevant to the game. So, I'd be curious to see what version of him we get, and then Steve Linton. As he's the transfer from Syracuse, big rangy guy, great quickness off the ball, terrific pass rusher. He leads them in, in hurries on the season. He's a little banged up. He's terrible against the run. So if you can get man on him, particularly a tackle, not a tight end, but if you can get Kelvin Banks on him with his good feet, I, I think we have a real opportunity to run the ball on the edge, particularly with them trying to you know run blitz inside. So I think it'll be really interesting matchups. If Texas executes on offense, I actually expect a pretty big game out of out of the Horn offense. Interesting. Uh, another thing I was just mentioned, made a note here: Quinn needs to step up a little bit in the pocket more. Literally, he made himself south against uh, Iowa State early. As the game wore on, he started stepping up, and those sacks dissipated. Uh, he needs to do that early against Texas Tech because they are going to bring wide, and they're going to they're going to bring pressure. A hundred percent. I completely, completely agree with you. All right. Before we go to special teams and try to break that down, uh, I want to tell, ask you once more to say thanks to our sponsor, Gabe Winslow. Yeah. Let's give a Thanksgiving to Gabe Winslow, our sponsor. Really appreciate it. Uh, look, if you're in the market for a house and hey, interest rates creeping down recently, Bobby, uh, if you're in that uh, market for a house, this is the guy to call, uh, whether it's your first house or your secondary beach house. Uh, give him a call. 832-557-1095. Go to mortgagesbygabe.com, and uh, Gabe will fix you up and do you right. All right. Uh, special teams is interesting to me because I this looks like almost a wash at some level. Um, uh, Gino Garcia, their kicker, is, I mean, he's 70%. Burt Auburn, obviously, is, you know, killing it right now, has hit his last 14. But their punter is as good or better than Ryan Sanborn. Yes. And Tech as a coverage unit has some athletes that will get down the field. Um, do you, you think that part of the game's a wash? Cause that's kind of how it looks like to me with the exception of field goal kicking. So they have been terrific at negating opponent return games, both punt return and kick return. Now, some of that's attributable to their punter. Who's been phenomenal 47 uh, average, which is great. And he, he gets hang time. He's not kicking line drives. Uh, and they've been great on kick returns. They've been good at stif uh, kick return coverage, I should say. They've been good at stifling enemy returners. Dre McRae, the transfer from Austin P, did bring back a return 100 yards against Houston for them. Uh, and he's been pretty good as a returner. Uh, yeah, I think Tech has good special teams. That said, I think we're, we've got something on punt return. We, you've seen that the last few weeks where Worthy's flashing – against Kansas State, against, of course, last week where, you know, you had this sort of over-officious uh, call, uh, bring back the long return. Uh, I think there's something there. So, look, 
it, we want to, Xavier Worthy returning as many punts as possible, even against a good unit, even against a good punter. And, you know, the hope is he quite literally outkicks his coverage, right? And we want to get Worthy in space because he's a special dude with the ball in his hands. But that said, unless Worthy can house one, I, I think the, the the special teams units are a wash. I think you nailed it, Bobby. All right. I got to ask you this, Paul, before we go. Yes, sir. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dessert and side dish? Oh, Thanksgiving dessert on pumpkin pie all the way. <laughs> okay. Side dish. Uh, <laughs> side dish. Um, I'm, I kind of am a sweet potato guy. There you go. Little yams. Yeah. 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 I, on top. I'm down for that. I, we have also a Louisiana background in my family, and we make dirty rice. With oh, like Cajun style. And uh, that's always been a Thanksgiving staple. Uh, we used to do crawfish etouffee for Thanksgiving, which gives you some oh. idea of our our roots. But what about you? Are you, are you a cranberry guy, Bobby? You're gonna no, do I can't do that stuff. I'm mashed potatoes, man. Mashed oh, potatoes and pecan pie. You that's can't what I'll be having today. Potatoes. Yeah, all I right, Paul. Pumpkin over pecan all day. Overall, what do you think of this game? In all seriousness, I mean. Uh, Texas, you expect to win. What's the what's the line on it? What's the over and under? Add all that together and tell us what you think. Yeah, well, this thing was um, last I looked, it was just under a two touchdowns for Texas, which seems a little ambitious if you if you've been watching Texas, right? We play these games pretty close. Uh, I thought we decisively dominated Iowa State in several facets, and yet it was a ten point margin at the end of the game, right? Yeah. Uh, I could see a similar thing with Tech, where Texas controls the game and then wins by 10 or 13. Uh, but we've been playing these games down to the wire, and, and some of that I think has to do with what we mentioned with our pass defense, not closing games in the second half uh, and giving up some fairly easy staple routes that you should be removing in the college game between the hashes. But uh, I, I like Texas. I think they're the better team. I think they're the better side. Uh, I think Texas Tech has a very narrow path to victory. And it probably involves, you know, Texas injury and, and things like that that you can't really predict. So I like the Horns to take care of business at home. And uh, if we could pile it on and give Joey McGuire a little goodbye gift, I'd be more than happy to be a part of that Thanksgiving as well. Uh, now, in future years, the the uh, let's just make sure in future years it's okay if the Big 12 goes through Lubbock because Texas won't be part of it. All right, uh, that's going to do it for uh, Paul Wadlington. Uh, and myself, Bobby Burton, thanks again to our sponsor, Gabe Winslow of Market Advantage. Uh, for Paul, I'm Bobby. Y'all have a good one and happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy the turkey, enjoy a little football, and hang out and have fun.